All right, what's going on? Welcome into the podcast. Raise your hand if you're good at player props. If you found a niche in betting player props. If so, if you're raising your hand, I've got a website for you. Thrive Fantasy. Okay, Thrive Fantasy has changed the world of player props. What they did is they allow you to now bet player props in a whole bunch of different ways. You can either enter DFS style contests where you build your lineup with player props, or you can start parlaying props together and getting the best payouts in the entire industry. So think about that. You can go to dozens of websites, put in a a player prop parlay, and if you go to Thrive Fantasy, you're gonna get paid out more than almost every single one of those sports books. Check them out online or download the app. That's Thrive Fantasy. Put in promo code SBD. That deposit code is uh, gonna get you a deposit match up to $100. Thrive Fantasy promo code SBD. Have more fun betting player props and win a lot more money starting today. What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are you? How we doing on a Monday? Today is the 29th, August 29th, 2022. What's going on out there? How we doing? I'm trying out a new microphone today, so let me know how the mic is. I'm not exactly sure how today is going to sound, but uh, hopefully it's not too bad. Either way, on today's show, we will recap the weekend picks and uh, talk about a takeaway I had from this weekend. So let's get to it. Weekend picks. We were 6-0 and on the weekend. Uh, four games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. And uh, it's funny. 6-0 and on the weekend. And we have been not we, we have not had a great August up to that point, right? For those who've been listening, been tuning in, we've been, you know, kind of treading water for like the last, I don't know, month or so. And it's important to remember that there's up times, there's down times. For the best sports bettors in the world, you're going to win about 55% of your game. So think about what that means. 45% is a pretty big number, right? Fill up a trash ba- a trash can with 55 green tennis balls, 45 red ones, pick out 10 randomly, you're going to get some interesting results, right? But think about how it feels now. Everyone who tailed this weekend's picks, everyone who went 6-0 and with us, a lot of winners, a lot of good feelings. Think about this. Going 6-0, and it feels good but it doesn't feel nearly as bad as going 0-6, right? This is a human psychological thing that has been studied and, and books written about it over and over. This is a real thing. Losing $20 for the average person feels so much worse than winning $20 feels good, okay? So when we go 0-4 on the podcast and then have a 4-0 and day, there's a reason why I'm getting hate mail and, and you know death threats and all this ridiculous stuff because I picked the, you know, the, the Minnesota Twins or something like that. But then we go four and zero, and you know I understand people are happy, but it's just hysterical the the juxtaposition of reactions I get from the from the public. And as we've said before, I love this podcast is growing. We're up to the to the several thousands now. It's like doubled in the last six months. It's great what's going on. But with the more listeners, there's more. Uh, people out there who don't get it, right? More people who expect me to go ten and zero and to win all the time, and so the DMs have gone up for my losing days. But then you know, have a great weekend like this. No one's sending me money. No one's sending some congratulations, you know, DMs. But hey, look, I get it. This is the the industry. This is the game we play. It's fine. I understand it. I've totally accepted it. But it's just worth remembering, right? These six and O days, six and O weekends feel great. They don't feel nearly as bad as the O and six weekends, but. Essentially, I know you're, we're paying a vig, but it is the same thing over the long run. You know, we do expect to win. We do expect to, you know, occasionally, because that's how it works. Right? You're going to have some wins, you're going to have some losses, but it's the long run. You want that that trend line going up. 
And that's what we expect. Uh, you think the the pit boss at a craps table after a bad night in Vegas runs over and shuts the table down? No, they understand long-term. They understand EV. Same thing with us. So 6-0 weekend. We don't have total numbers or anything like that. We, we go over our total record, you know, the 700, 800 picks we've had on the show, probably about once a month. So we'll do that maybe next week, next couple of weeks. But 6-0 overall, good weekend. Hopefully everyone jumped on some of those pices. Uh, I do have a takeaway uh, take from myself this weekend. Uh, I got uh, banned from another sports book. Now, I've talked about this before on the show, but it's funny because I sort of let it slip to the back of my mind, you know, because I haven't dealt with this in quite a while. I haven't been, there was a streak there. There was like a, a six month window about a year, maybe a year and a half ago where I was, you know, just on, on doing so well that I was on a streak of, of being banned from sports books. Um, now, a lot of you out there, before I go into detail about this whole topic, when I talk to people about this, when I talk to average sports bettors, when I talk to, to, to friends, family members, people who don't bet all the time, almost universally, people don't understand how common this is. People think when I tell them that I've been banned from a sports book, that it's outrageous. How could they ever do that? Why would they, you know, people in general who don't, who don't operate in this industry a lot, they think that this is extraordinarily rare. When in fact, it happens a lot more than you might think. So me personally, I have been banned from one, two, three, four, five sports books. I was talking with my buddy this morning on the phone. We're trying to remember all of them. I couldn't even remember them on the phone this morning. I'm starting to slip. But I've been banned from five sports books. Uh, I've had my limits lowered in one. And now depending on what happens with this sports book today, it could be another. It could be six. Now... I'm not going to actually say the name of the sports book that I'm dealing with or dealt with this weekend because I'm still trying to get my money out and they've closed my account. They're, they're trying to keep my money. So for that reason, there's still like some legality issues, some legal stuff going on. Once, trust me, once I get everything figured out and I get paid, which I better fucking get paid. Once this is all behind us, I will certainly tell everyone who the sports book is. And it probably won't take, you know, hopefully it's within the week. It's not going to be a month down the line. So stay tuned in this next week or two, and I'll certainly let you guys know who this is. But I don't want to right now. I'm still trying to get my money out. Don't want to ruffle any feathers. But I, so, so I don't want to name that sports book. But I'll name the other ones who I've been banned from or, or my limits have been lowered. Uh, points bet. Uh, another sports book who used to advertise with me on the show who's offshore. I'm not even going to say their name because if you want to know, go back and listen like a, two years ago. Uh, it may have also been on the Sharp Angle podcast. It's another uh, podcast I did a while ago. But either way, uh, Points Bet, Bet Fred, uh, my offshore guy. Uh, I had an accountant or I had a bookie in Alaska who was referred to me from a friend. He cut me off. Uh, my limits have been lowered at BetMGM. So I've dealt with this before. Okay, this is something that I understand happens. And frankly, it kind of slipped my mind. Like I said, it kind of went to the back of my mind because where I was getting was this happened, you know, several times, like a year and a half ago. And then it really hadn't happened a lot in like the last year. And so when it's not prevalent, when it's not the, 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 the forefront of my mind, you know, it kind of slips my mind sometimes. And so the whole idea of being banned wasn't really on the forefront of my mind, right? And so last week, what I did was I signed up with a sports book and they had a pretty good deposit bonus. And this is, you know, I do this a lot. I use deposit bonuses for my advantage. And I went like eight and two this weekend. That's it on the sports book, okay? Like eight and two. 
Now I ran it up. I had a good weekend. I certainly won a decent amount of money, but after 10 games, you really don't know how good anyone is. Okay, my dog could go eight and two. It's no reason for her to be banned from a sports book. So I started thinking, why would they ban me? Even if I'm playing sharp sides, 10 games isn't enough to really get an idea of who any individual sports better is. So I narrowed it down to one of two things that could have happened. Now, one of these two things I actually can't say on today's show. Again, legality reasons, want to make sure I get my money back. So I'll save that reason why I wish I could say it, right? It's not great to say, hey, I've got something great to say, but I can't tell any of you listening, right? That's like the one thing in radio they say not to do. But either way, I think I might know why it is, but I'll tell you later this week once I get it figured out. But the other reason why it may be is simple. They went to Google, they typed my name in and, and saw this podcast. They're like, oh yeah, he's got a, a sports betting podcast. He's a professional sports better. You know, but I don't think that alone is enough of a reason for them to ban me and steal a lot of my money, right? That's a totally different thing. I understand if they ban me and give me my rightfully earned money back, that's one thing. But to ban me and try and keep my money, no, that's not going to fly. And so that happened to me this weekend. It's a reminder. If you start winning or they think you're going to win long term, it's not enough just to win in sports betting. You have to disguise your bets. You have to make it seem like you're a bad sports better. Immediately after this happened, because again, I haven't been banned anywhere in like eight months, a year or so. So it wasn't really the front of my mind, top of my mind. Right when this happened, I contacted a couple of my buddies because I'm like, oh shit, football's coming up, soccer's coming up, hockey's coming up. It's, it's banning season. And this is my living. This is my livelihood. My livelihood. If I get banned from this, I have to find a new job. And so I started contacting all my buddies this weekend and saying, hey, football season's coming up. If you're making any five, six, seven, eight, ten team parlays, let me make them for you. You don't, you don't have to deposit. You don't even have to spend any of your own money. If you lose, you can pay me. If you win, I'll pay you. <laughs> All right. The reason I'm doing this is I want to start dummying up my accounts with bad bets. Okay. Uh, sportsbooks generally ban people who are playing sharp sides, not winners. Okay. Anyone can win. It was funny. My sister's uh, a gender reveal party earlier this year. I was talking to my brother-in-law and he's like, hey, I know you said you've been banned. I'm up $4,000 last couple years in DraftKings. They never banned me. I've only deposited once. I'm up four grand. They haven't banned me. And it's like, look, that's adorable. You're up $4,000 in a couple years, but that's well worth it to bet MGM. They're looking at that as, as advertising. You're going around telling all your friends how easy sports betting is, how great bet MGM or you know, DraftKings or whatever it was is. That's perfect. That's, that's advertising dollars for them. Okay, $4,000 in two years though, that's adorable, right? We're talking about making a salary here, okay? A, a paid salary, mortgages, bills, vacations through sports betting. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about being banned. Those type of sports bettors. So it's, 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 that's great. If you're winning, that's awesome. I don't want anyone to lose out there, but they won't ban you for winning. They'll ban you if they think you're playing sides that over the long term will beat them. Okay, that's the difference here. And so again, it was just a reminder to me to be aware, have my head up, dummy up these bets, you know? And I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do one thing wrong. I didn't arbitrage. I didn't try and middle. I didn't use anything on this one sports book against itself because that's how I got caught before. The first time I ever got my limits lowered at BetMGM, it's because I, I, I arbitraged or I, I actually middled a third division of English soccer game. And I'm sure like I was the only one on the website betting on it. Right. And so I had, it was, uh, these figures might be a little off, but it was something like where I had, you know, a thousand dollars 
a double chance for one team. And for those who don't know, double chance in, in soccer means if it ends in a tie, your team win. If your team wins, you win. If it ends in a tie, you also win. So I had, you know, team A plus a half uh, or double chance for like a thousand bucks. And I knew I was going to win that bet. They're winning like one nothing with, you know, 10 minutes, five minutes to go in the game. And so what I did is I put another thousand on the other team, double chance. So if it ends in a tie, I, I, I middle, I win both bets. Well, guess what? It ended in a tie. And I got a very uh, angry email after that saying I wasn't allowed to middle games on the same website. That's the first lesson I ever learned. This was like years ago, okay? And so that's the first time it ever happened. So since then, something I, I tell the audience, something I practice myself, it's like I don't ever try and middle on the same website, especially if it's a, a low profile game and especially if it's for a lot of money. But I didn't do any of that. I didn't do anything that should have sent up any red flags for this sports book. So hopefully I get my money back. Hopefully this all just gets swept under the rug. But that was my takeaway from the weekend. Yeah, it was great. Nice little six and a weekend. But a reminder that if you start winning or playing sharp sides, sports books will ban you and they will have no shame, no regret about doing so. I mean, I am being treated like shit. This whole process of me trying to figure out what's going on. You know, is that really the kind of business that you want to run? And a lot of these sports books would say, yeah, fuck you. You're taking our money. Get out of here. So... All right, that, is, that does it for today's show. I need to go figure out what's going on, get back to it, and, hey, start handicapping some of these soccer games for tomorrow. So uh, good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. Good weekend. Hope you guys jumped Hope uh, you guys jumped on some of those games. And uh, a lot coming up this weekend. We got week one, college football, plenty coming up this week, so stay tuned for that. Uh, remember, if you want to start betting games VIG-free, that's right, VIG-free betting, check out betteredge.com, B-E-T-T-O-R-edge.com. Put in promo code SBD for a free $20. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.